Wednesday evening for most of you who will be listening will be Thursday morning or any time you would like to tune in. In this episode I would like to dive deep once again on recognizing and understanding and reflecting on our soul tie connections. Those are very powerful connections and those connections are for those ones who are trying to find the deeper meaning of their existence in this lifetime and actually evolve on the soul journey and make a sense of everything what has happened and is happening in the life in the past, now and for the future influence. Welcome once again. Special thank you for those who tune in week in and week out. You are so appreciated. This podcast is still growing. And everyone and each of you who are listening, you are very much appreciated. So please remember to share, follow, like, comment. As long as those comments are respectful. I am open to conversation and open to engagement with you. And if you don't feel and don't find anything which is in a value of you, please keep your opinion to yourself. There is zero tolerance for abuse and toxic comments. Just a reminder. Now let's dive deep. The soul ties connections are very powerful connections. There's two types of connections if it comes to the soul type connections. They are either divine, I call them also kinded spirited, or karmic. They start and feel very same from the beginning. They are very powerful. They cut you out of guard and you feel that pull into or towards the person. Either it is divine connection and it's karmic. But it's your job and your responsibility to discern and recognize is it a karmic or is it a divine connection in your life. Yes, all the people we meet in our life are our soulmates. But they are karmic soulmates and they are divine soulmates. The karmic soulmates are the one who comes into our life to teach us a lesson, to trigger us, to recognize the things we need to work on and the things we 
which we usually avoid and dismiss and shrug under the carpet just because it's comfortable. We need to remember that what is meant for us is going to happen. If we are truly in alignment with the divine, with the universe and ourselves, most and foremost, and we trust the divine, especially after we did the healing and evolve, we know that divine will not bring us anyone who is not in alignment with our energy and also our purpose. Yes, it sounds profound, but that is for the people who are willing to truly evolve and not just exist, but truly live and be ready to and understand that we have the purpose to fulfill in this lifetime and with our divine counterpart. It does not mean that the God and universe is not going to test us. Oh, believe me, it will. We will meet and attract people who are not right fit for us, but it is up to us to discern and recognize it. And it's also about divine timing. We need to remember that when someone is meant for us and truly loves us and chooses us, we will know it. We will not be confused and ask questions about their intentions. There is some exceptions from this, and I'm talking about the highest divine connections, which are the twin flames and divine counterparts. And as I mentioned before, most of the twin flames are divine counterparts, but not all of them. So it's our job to educate ourselves to learn, but most and foremost is to just trust our intuition. And if we truly learn from our past mistakes, which I call lessons, we know, we can recognize straight away and our intuition is telling us, yes, this person is attracted to us, is interested in us, but is it truly the person when we can build and it's the person who we want in our life, which shares the same values, which can stay for a long run. Are we here to just, because we feel lonely? And even the highly awakened person, if you've been single for a long time, we do have the moments of weakness. But when you trust and when you know what's best for you, you will be able to catch yourself at these moments of weakness and question yourself and reflect and pause and know that there is no need to go further into something which you know, it's just not right for you. Yet, we should give people a chances. We should let people to prove us either wrong or right. That's, that means being open. 
having an open mind and open heart. And if somebody is interested in us, let's give them a chance, meet them. But ask them the questions which will make you realize from the very first date, is it the person you can build with? Or is it just gonna be a time waster for you and the other person? There is no point to string somebody along, to give them a hope when you know that this is not the right person for you. You probably heard already that people come into our life for a reason, season or a lifetime. And this is so true. Don't ever underestimate this conception. Problems start when someone who came into our life for a season or a reason, mostly to teach us actually, so we both learn the lesson and let it go, and we end up in a long and committed relationship. For example, marriage, and we got so entangled in with them, in all this 3D stuff as business, money, property, children, family. That's when it's time to go and we don't know that this person is not supposed to stay. We hold on for the delay for all the wrong reasons. Even if we know it is not right for us and it's not what we want. And we hurt. We hurt ourselves and we hurt other people. Then we meet someone. We meet someone who we are supposed to be with. But we are unable to move forward because we are so stuck in our ways, in these old beliefs, in programming, in someone else trying to live our life for us. And we think about everybody else and ourselves. And we keep ourselves unhappy, yet in a comfort zone, because it is all we know. If we are on the soul journey and we understand that we have a purpose to fulfill with our divine counterpart, we also know that if we meet our partner and they are not awakened, not ready, we need to let them go. We also need to understand that they need to choose to want to do the work, the shadow work, the work on themselves. And believe me, it is a true divine, if it is the true divine soul tie, they might think that they will be able to let go, but the divine will bring the tower after tower in their life to make them realize that they might run from this connection. But at the end of the day, there is nowhere to hide. Yet, as always, the free will is in place. And it is the most important part of understanding those connections and trusting the divine. But as much as divine might want us to go in the right direction, the free will 
is always in place. And it's the most beautiful gift you have been given by the God, by the divine. And it has got its purpose. The relationships which are not supposed to last for a lifetime are or turn toxic. Yet if we have unhealed wounds and predispositions to do not want to see the facts for what they are or deal with them due to our own insecurities and lack of healing and deep shadow work on ourselves, as I mentioned before. And believe me, the shadow work is not fun. It is a deep, dark and tough experience of acknowledgement and acceptance. We need to understand that nothing that has happened to us has happened without our permission. And now it comes reflection, evaluation and forgiveness. First to ourselves for allowing it to happen. Because nothing is happening to us without our permission. And it is difficult, especially when you've been through that really tough time and you've been truly hurt and dismissed and mistreated. But with this acknowledgement and acceptance comes freedom. And when we are able to see it and forgive ourselves, then we can forgive others, the one who hurt us which does not mean we will allow them to stay in our life. We set clear boundaries, we heal and we move forward with a vision, clear vision of what we want and what we do not want, what we accept and tolerate in our life and what we do not accept and tolerate in our life. It is truly okay to be by yourself. And we need to feel comfortable and happy to be by ourselves. Even if sometimes it gets lonely. And let's be honest, especially me, I can talk from my own experience as a single person for a long time. Because even in my last marriage, I was married, but I was alone and lonely in this relationship. We need to know that other person is not here to fulfill the void in our life and not here to complete us. We have truly wholeness and whole in our own selves. The other person is here to complement us. And if we feel comfortable and happy to be by ourselves, and we know truly what we want, what we don't want, what we accept, what we don't, what is right for us, what is not right for us. Even when we open and we already on that journey to opening ourselves to date other people, we will very quickly 
spot the people who are just not right for us and we will be able to communicate it and do not waste that and our time. We also have to remember that for the right person, we will be enough even at our worst. And for the wrong person, we will never be enough, even at our best. The values, the way we see and want to live our life, the important things for us and the other person, communication, trust, loyalty, faithfulness, respect, Supporting each other, not only at our worst, but mostly at our best. When we celebrating each other's success, without questioning it, without jealousy, without fear. That's when we recognize that we are in the right relationship. For Divine Feminines and the Divine Feminines who are on a Twin Flame journey, I've got the message that we are much more evolved and in alignment with the Divine, but also um, probably most, especially with our emotions. We are more emotionally mature and much more able to admit to the mistakes, lessons. When the Divine Masculine is still learning how to be vulnerable, how to be able to express how they feel. But at the end of the day, I wanna, I really want to close the conversation if it comes to misconception of twin flames, which are the divine counterparts counterparts with no doubt in my mind. If you meet your true twin flame, and even if he's not in alignment and he's not ready, he will not string you along. He will tell you exactly where he stands. And then it comes your decision to either carry on or stop it and say no. You're not supposed to wait for somebody. The person who truly loves you, who truly cares for you, will always support you even if they cannot offer and give you what you truly deserve and they know exactly what you deserve. The divine love of true divine feminine is the most beautiful experience the Divine Masculine can experience in this lifetime. And if he lets it go for whatever reason, he will be looking for it in other people and he will never be able to find it. 
Because something which is divine, it cannot be replaced by something which is not. So please make decisions for yourself. And don't get stuck on that soul journey. Also, it comes free will, free will for you divine feminines out there. So you need to understand that if it's time to let go, it's time to let go. You also can close the soul tie, a soul connection. You don't have to stay on the journey if you're not willing to do so. You can also close that cycles for the future lifetimes. Some of them might say it's not in the lifetime, in this lifetime, it's going to be in the next lifetime. No, you don't have to agree to go through the same experience again in the next lifetime. You might say no. Free will, it's always going to be the biggest power of all because that's the most beautiful gift given us by the divine to make our own choices based on our experience and what we want and what we don't want. And we are not stuck or tied by our soul connections in any shape or form. We do have a power to control and to end those connections if we feel like it's just too much for us or we just don't want to do it anymore. And the divine is going to bring us a beautiful soulmate, which is not our twin flame, but it's going to be our divine partner, our divine counterpart, who will support us to fulfill our mission. In the spiritual world, especially for those people on a twin flame journey, I have noticed by researching and acknowledging there is too many people who just get stuck on this. A little bit of madness. I have to be with my twin flame. No, you don't. Some of them will not awaken this lifetime. Some of them will not even awaken in the next lifetime. And you, by giving the power to the connection instead of following your soul purpose, are preventing yourself from growth and evolving to the next level. Now I would like to touch on the unconditional love. There is only two unconditional love, which are truly unconditional. And there is the unconditional love of God, of the divine himself. And there is the unconditional love of mother, the life giver. 
Everything else is conditional. And it should be. In the romantic relationship, if you love unconditionally, you will be taken advantage of. Because the love should be reciprocal. There should be a reciprocity in everything you do. You give and you receive. And it's not 50-50, it's 100% to 100%. It's about fulfilling each other's needs and wants. And it's not about having an expectation on the love being a transaction. Because I heard that unconditional love can be a, cannot be a tran, translate. I can't find the word now. It can't be a tran, transaction. No, it's not. Love is never a transaction. But in a romantic relationship, there must be the exchange of energy, and there must be an exchange of give and take. If one person loves unconditionally and the other person doesn't give a damn, it is a toxic relationship. Has nothing to do with love. Definitely nothing to do with the unconditional love. Unconditional love is only given by the divine itself and the mother. And yes, I am very specific here. From both parents, the mother is the only one as a life giver, is the one who carries the child, who chooses to give the life to the other, to love unconditionally. The fathers always love conditionally. And I really don't care what you say, what's your intake on this, but that is the truth. And also the child can feel it. Because even if you couldn't try, and this is the biggest mistake which most of the people do, you should never talk badly about the child's mother. You should never try to put the child's mother down. You should always acknowledge the importance. Even if, it, if she's just a life giver, she will be always the most important person in the children's life. Always. If she's bad or good, it's not your place to judge. The mother is the foundation of everything for the child. If the mother is taken away, or dismissed, or disrespected, or her value, then when the problem starts. She might be disrespected, but if the child grows and becomes an adolescent and a grown-up, they will find the truth. They will see the seeds of deceit. 
which has been put into between the mother and the child. The people or the person who is trying to put a void between the mother and the child is always going to be, at the end, is going to lose. You never do that. If mother is good or bad, the child is going to find it themselves. And it's their decision to either keep the mother in their life or not. You should never, ever. It's the same between the person and the God. Try to dismiss somebody from their own path. That's when it has to come to understanding of the woman's value in this life. Woman is the life giver. For the reason the woman has been chosen to be the life giver. Yes, the man is the part of being a process of giving a life. But she bears this child and she chooses to bring this child to this world. And doesn't matter that she care or not. She's always going to be the one who has given that life. And it should never be underestimated. And that's the only two unconditional love we can talk about. If it comes to the relationship, when you think about unconditional love, you are delusional. The romantic relationships, the partnership, it's always conditional. If somebody mistreats you, or if somebody crosses your boundaries, if somebody makes you to settle for what is good for them, but not is good for you, that's not love. That's manipulation. That's toxicity. Yes, there is a circumstances and situations when you need to let go of somebody and you can love them unconditionally, but not in a relationship with them. Because you, if you give your love and attention and support and loyalty and trustworthiness and faithfulness, and the other person is abusing it and you still stay, what do you think they're going to do? I think, oh, it's okay to treat you badly. So I'm just going to continue because what's the point for me to change if it's okay for me to treat you badly? Badly, and you're just going to accept it. So no, the romantic, intimate relationship should never be unconditional. There is no unconditional love. There is a delusion which you live in, and if you're going to live in, you're going to lose. Two, only unconditional loves that the gods is unconditionally loving you because he understands that this is your soul journey of growing and learning and evolving. And in the right time, either in this or the next lifetime, you will get it. And you will get there. And the mother's love. But even if the mother's love unconditionally, if she loves right, she acknowledges the good and bad part of their children. 
If you don't want to see the shadow side of your child, you don't do them any favor. Every good parent, especially the mother, who does want to bring the valuable and beautiful human being to this world, has to acknowledge the good and bad side of their children. And she loves it all, but she points it out and she guides the child to do their best. She doesn't applaud the bad behavior. She calls it out. Same as true divine feminine, she calls out the divine counterpart on the BS. The soul ties, the soul connections are very deep, beautiful and deep. But to be able to live it and experience it, we really truly need to evolve on the soul level. They are the most amazing and fulfilling connections, but they are only for those ones who are willing to do the work and align themselves and understand that we are a soul beings having a human experience. We've been here before, we'll be here again if we choose to. And it all comes to our free will and how far we want to evolve in this lifetime. And we also have to understand that the other person might choose not to, same as us, to carry on. Because the most beautiful gift given by the divine, by the God, is our free will. And as we wish, it will go. And yes, despite of everything, we will be loved by the divine unconditionally. So don't get misled. Pause and reflect. Make your own decisions. Make your own evaluation. Make your own research. Study. Think. But first and foremost, trust your intuition. Your intuition is something which will never, ever get you away from your soul purpose. It will always guide you towards it. But we are very often dismissing that gut feeling, the right thing to do, because we are so stuck in our ways programming and conditioning of the 3D world. I'm going to leave you with this reflection to make you own your own decision and find your own path and way to finding your true soul purpose. It was as always with love and blessings for the rest of the week. And the Stevens at Be Uncompromised. God bless. Good night. Ciao.